Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Reminding you why we all love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Um, I, I, what I what I want to say in the wake of that conversation with Jacqueline Wrigley was, how about that? <laughs> how about that? It was a dynamic conversation, and uh, you know we probably should dedicate a, an entire hour to each of the One Coast Award winners because they have so much to teach. And that's the re- you know that's the reason we started these awards back at the Sun Herald in 2002 because we wanted to hold these people up as examples, and um, I'm super thrilled to have my next guest also a One Coast Award winner, uh, Cedric uh, Doctor Cedric Bradley. He is a PhD. He serves as the vice president of the now called Harrison County Campus and Keesler Center and Naval Construction Battalion Center. We talk about all those on on the show on a regular basis, but he's uh, he's a proud member of the incredible team at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College and, again, a One Coast Award winner. How you doing, Cedric? Hey, I'm doing great, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Super, super excited about it. Appreciate it a lot. Listen, uh, as I mentioned, and regular listeners know this, but there was a moment in time when I was a paramedic and I was in pre-med, and I had well, I was working. I had a, a time at the at Mississippi Power working with a, a man by the name of Bobby Nichols, who was an incredible mentor for me. He listens to the show on a regular basis, so shout out to Bobby Nichols and his wife Janet. But um, I was walking through the halls of, of Jeff Davis at the time, the Harrison County campus, and Mr. Smith, who was a great advisor there back when I was there, and the, this was in uh, the early '80s. And he, we're going down the hall, and I was, I, I, I was a kid on a mission, man. I, I wanted to make a hundred on everything. I, I was that kind of student. And he stopped me in the hall, and he said, he said, man, you need to, you need to get, you need to get on with the program. You're, you've got an incredible future ahead of you. And I said, man, I don't, I think I'm gonna have to work my way through this because I don't have a lot of funds. He said, he said, come see me. We'll find the funds, which he did, and he helped me ultimately transfer from from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College of Southern Miss on a full academic scholarship, and the rest is kind of history. But it was, you know, Weta White was in the business department there, and I was in Phi Beta Lambda, and she was an incredible mentor for me as well. But there, I can just keep uh, Mr. Stamps, who died just a couple of years ago, and you know, who taught sociology there. I mean, I could again, I can name so many people, but I was a, I was literally a human sponge and my time at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College literally changed my life and the trajectory of my career. You hear that a lot though, don't you, Cedric? We hear it so, so much, Ricky, and your story is so similar to so many of our students that come through Gulf Coast Community College every day. And not only Gulf Coast, but just the Mississippi Community College system as a whole. You know, you have so many students with those different stories um, who are some of them are, are are just like you. They're that sponge and they're trying to soak up all that information. Others are just trying to figure out where do I belong? And you have so many different students to come through. But the great thing about it is we're able to help them get to that path, to that goal that they're trying to get to. And that's one of the things that makes it so meaningful to work here at Gulf Coast Community College every day. 
Well, you uh, you are a uh, coveted member of Mary Graham's team. I know that. Uh, have tremendous respect for Mary. It says a lot about your your leadership skills that you're engaged in this. You know, one of the things that I had I had Roland Weeks was my mentor, and Roland sent me. He must have spent a hundred thousand dollars sending me to some of the best programs in America, to Cornell University, to Ooh. Northwestern University, to a, a year long executive leadership program there, and and so many others. I went to the American Press Institute three different times in Washington D.C. I noticed that you actually went to the Aspen Institute along the way. You've also had these opportunities to learn. But, man, when you go away and and gain perspective outside of Mississippi, just, just getting perspective and being in a room with a bunch of smart people, it really helps you learn from others and say, oh, gosh, that guy is super impressive. I need to – what is it that I'm impressed with? You become sort of a study of other leaders, don't you? You, you really do, Ricky. You, you get a chance to see um, what's happening in other states and their community college systems and their higher ed systems. But one of the things that I notice a lot um, that when we go to these different um, conferences or what have you is that people realize that Mississippi is doing it right. You know, a lot of times people have this um, this misconception that Mississippi is doing it the wrong way. But that is so far from the truth that Mississippi Mississippi is doing it the right way and and they're looking to Mississippi to give them um, skills and knowledge about the things that we're doing so they can they can try to implement those things in their states and so that's one of the main things I notice a lot when I have an opportunity to go to those um, Aspen Institute and those types of things they're asking hey how do y'all do that in Mississippi how are y'all able to do that and that's what gets me super excited about it too so well it's, it's great for you as a leader to have that opportunity I had a great conversation with the one coast award winner you know her uh, CC Shabazz who works with yes. the systems and she she also talked about and I talk about it on the show all the time Mississippi has work to do we will always had work every state has work to do but the perception of Mississippi, we don't earn that today. And and the best way to know that is to go to the lower delta after a tornado and see how people come together, neighbor helping neighbor, you know, to come to coastal Mississippi after something like Hurricane Katrina and to see how uh, something like that is an equal opportunity to destroy in the polarized world that we often live in and these negative perceptions of Mississippi. You get to see what's in the heart and soul of Mississippians during that moment. But when you when you do leave, and I felt the same way. I had a lot of responsibilities during my career outside of Mississippi, and I know you know you you I, I, I can sense that you feel this as well. And I've talked to other leaders who have roles outside of Mississippi or who travel outside of Mississippi. In a way, we sort of carry a burden, and the burden is to set the record straight. You know, to, to say, "Hey, man, you might have that perception about the community college system, but let me tell you." Um, the community college system in Mississippi is one of the top, if not the top, community college systems in America. I mean, we're, I mean, look, it's, we're not just somewhere in the middle. It's like across the board, one of the best in the the United States. And the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is regularly the best in the state. So by by transition, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the top community college institutions in the entire United States. And this is, this is the, the, the data proves that out, doesn't it, Cedric? It, it really does. You know, we've been very fortunate, Ricky, to, to be recognized, as you said, as one of the top 
um, institutions in the United States, um, and not only just as an institution as a whole, but in some of those specific categories, such as being a military-friendly institution. We were recognized as the number one, this is community colleges and universities, we were recognized as the number one military-friendly school throughout the whole United States. And in addition to that, not only just military-friendly, but military spouse friendly because you know um, a service individual they're also they're going to have their spouse and their spouse has to go through those challenges just like they are so we're being um, responsive to both the service person as well as their spouse as well so a lot of different categories at gulf coast community college we're very fortunate to be ranked um, as one of the top institutions in america in so many different categories for instance and we're going to get a chance to talk about this i think um, some of the things that we're doing in the cybersecurity space where we're recognized as one of the top institutions um, in the cybersecurity world where we're getting uh, specific designations that we're one of two higher ed institutions in mississippi to receive those designations um, and it goes back to you know you mentioned before about leadership um, it really goes back to our leader you know dr graham who's making sure that gulf coast community college is being innovative we're being responsive um, not only to our community but the state and the region as a whole so because of her leadership it allows us as everyone else who works here to be able to do those things that we know will be beneficial to our students, to be beneficial to our community, and all of those things to go along with that. It's incredible the the, the where you are in your nursing programs. What what Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is doing and the job development side of this. When you when you when you come to the realization that over half of the students at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, if I recall this correctly from my past past conversation with Mary Graham, are actually enrolled in non traditional education, and and the kind of I mean, you've got you've got diesel programs where people can lead that program and make six figures. I mean, it's it's redefining it's got it's 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 redefining that that for some people a four year university degree is the way to go. But yeah. for a lot of people, the opportunities in the job market are so significant that you you don't need to go that path. And and the fact that you've had so much success sort of defining that, um, the the level of innovation is extraordinary. And what I what I'm impressed about what you're doing is you're listening to your partners, you're listening to your industry partners, and you're you're understanding where where are the job requirements for them, where, where are the jobs that are competitive for them to be able to get these people and you're you're playing in that space. But you know what? This is not a conversation about Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. It's actually a conversation about you. Yes, and I was sir. impressed I was impressed that you'd spent a considerable amount of time at Meridian Community College. You were an English teacher and you were actually head of the, the language department. And when we come back on the other side, I want to talk about the role that communication plays in your career and why that's so important. And uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about just leadership in general. We'll see you after this break as we continue our One Coast uh, Award winner tour. We'll see you after this. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. We're having, as I say, the One Coast Award winner touring, Dr. Cedric Bradley. Uh, he's the vice president of the Harrison County Campus, Keesler Center, Naval Construction Battalion Center from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. I'm a, a proud member of the Hall of Fame of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. I've been amazed at how innovative they've been over all these years. And as we were saying before we went to break, 50, over 50% of their students are enrolled in non-traditional education today. It just shows you how adapted they are to what the needs in the community are and creating opportunities for students beyond their wildest imagination, not just a you know two plus two thing anymore. They're, they're, they're helping people get ready for their careers as soon as they're done with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. But we're celebrating uh, Cedric's life in a way. And his time at uh, Meridian Community College, he taught English. Um, where did the focus on education and your life come from? Yeah, well, Ricky, to be honest with you, the focus really came from my mom. Um, you know, my mom had seven sisters and brothers, and they all went to, they all, I think all but one started at a community college and then went off to a four-year college or university. But I often tell people, you know, I grew up in Clark County, Mississippi. That's where I grew up. And my mom, for many years, she worked um, at a um, sewing factory. Um, and then after so many years, she decided that, hey, I need to do something better for myself. And um, she decided to go back to school and she went back to school and became a social worker. And and from then on, um, for us, I have two sisters, um, two sisters. And for us, when we graduated high school, we really did not know we had a choice of where to of, of what to do after that. We always thought that the choice was we had to go to college. And um, so it was sort of ingrained into us um, in that way. But um, my mom, um, she decided to go back to school. My dad, um, he had a high school degree, but, you know, he was an outside worker. He was a worker with his hands and those types of things. But as far as the education piece, um, just watching my mom and watching her go back to school and um, get a degree is what really put us on the path to making sure that we would do that as well. Yeah, you're you're telling you're telling kind of telling my family story in a way. My my grandparents actually worked in a in a factory. Um, it was um, it was I'm trying to remember the name of it, but if um, gosh, oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But it was a garment factory. Very okay. tough work. You know, back back in the day when unionization became a big issue and the working conditions were terrible. But what came as a result of my grandparents working in that situation was that they wanted more for the for the next generation. And and then of course my parents and they instilled that in us and you know our, our kids have, have really done well. Um, and my same same story on my on my wife's side of the family. Her grandparents on our dad's side came here from Croatia through Ellis yeah. Island and they wanted more for their kids. And now you know you can look at all the grandkids now they've all got college degrees and have done really mm-hmm. well. But um, you know, you're an excellent communicator, Cedric. I can see that clearly. So I wasn't surprised, in fact, to learn that you had actually taught English along the way and that you were head of the language and literature program at, uh, at Meridian Community College. But communication, man, that, uh, you know, I came from, from the newspaper and digital media world and the you know, news world. Uh, communication, I don't care what you do, is the key to success, isn't it? It, it really is. And it's so important to make sure that you are telling your story um, um, and you're not only 
telling your story, but you're also listening as well. I also tell students, I often tell students when they, when we talk about communication, a lot of times they think that it's just about you talking. That's a lot of times what they think that's what communication is, but the listening piece is so important. And I always often tell them, you know, when you're in that leadership role, um, one of the things that I, tr I make a concerted effort to do all the time is that when I'm going around and I'm talking to instructors or I'm talking to staff members and I'm listening to what they're talking about, it can be something as simple as, hey, um, what are you doing this weekend? And they're saying, well, you know, my kid has a soccer game and we're going to go to the soccer game. And then the next week when you see them, just being able to say, hey, how did the soccer game go? They know that you're listening to them. So that's that other form of communication. And when they know that you're listening, it shows that you care. Um, and that's so important. And when people know that you care, it can make a big difference in um, how they respond to different things, the efforts that they put in and all of those things. And so it all comes back to that communication, um, not only the verbal communication of you talking, but also that communication piece of your listening as well. All of it is just so important. I don't think one is more important than the other, um, but it's all so important there. Boy, that's so well said. I, I can't agree more. Um, in fact, one of the reasons I love this show is to listen. <laughs> My job is to tee people up and give them an opportunity to share their point of view. But, um, you know, you're extremely articulate. You're extremely well-educated. You're with a great team. You're doing innovative things. But again, you're right that people sometimes see communication as, you know, the ability to articulate yourself and gather your thoughts and all that's true for sure. Yeah. But very, very little communication happens one in a one-sided way. Most, most communication right. enables, you know, a give and take. And being able to listen is, is so, so important. Uh, listen, man, we're going to come back together again. I hate that we're out of time. We, you and I will actually come back together again and spend an hour together. Because I, yes, I want to, we'll get Cammy to reach out to you. I want to talk about the evolution of education and the work that you're doing today. Your, your technical training background and all, all the work that you're doing to listen to your partners. Gosh, there's so much to do. What's going on at Keesler? What's going on at, yep. at, uh, at, at Naval Construction, the Battalion Center, the CB Base? Anyway, there's a lot of ground to cover, and I can't wait to continue the conversation, Cedric. Hey, thank you so much, Ricky. Definitely appreciate being on your show, and I'm looking forward to being on here anytime that you want to. You bet. This has been Dr. Cedric Bradley from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook com slash supertalk ms coast 103.1 a supertalk mississippi media production